0: I am so excited for today's episode because we're tackling a topic that hits close to home for so many of us, you know, having a deep desire to discover God's calling on our lives outside of motherhood, to have that permission to dream, to listen to the stirrings in our heart and the whisper that says there's more meant for you. And if you've ever found yourself in a place where you've questioned your abilities, you've wondered if the dreams in your heart are too big or maybe even too small, or you've felt that fear that you're not worthy of pursuing your calling, I want you to know that you are not alone in these thoughts. I have totally been there, and I want you to know that there is hope to move past that. So today, we are going to walk through six practical steps that will set you on the path of uncovering your calling. And fair warning, you are going to want to take notes on this one. So are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hey mama, welcome to the Made to Be podcast where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up, preclaim your confidence and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, Mama 4 and Certified Life Coach and I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents and dreams that he's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. When you are in the throes of motherhood, when you're in a season where you're raising small children, when you are raising littles, it can be really challenging to have this desire on your heart to pursue something outside of motherhood, but you're not quite sure what that something is. It can be so tempting to kind of go and to see, you know, what are other people doing? What's happening on Instagram? What is this person that I admire doing? And maybe is, is that something that I should be doing too? We go into this comparison mode where we feel this yearning on our hearts for more and so we naturally can look outside to to others to kind of inform what it is that we should be doing. And that can be great when it comes to you know getting ideas and inspiration. but when that's the only place you go to, get unstuck and start to pursue what it is you love, there's already going to be a disconnect there because you're looking at someone else's life and you're looking at someone else with a different set of gifts and talents and interests and circumstances. You're looking outside toward them and you're allowing that to kind of inform maybe what your dreams should be, maybe what your desires should be. I can tell you that that is the wrong way to go about it. I've done that. I did that myself. I remember thinking when I got into blogging and then transitioned into web design, sure, some of those things were you know things that I thought were interesting and it seemed like something that I would love to do. But a lot of that just came from me noticing someone who was in a similar phase of life as me doing that thing. And then I just was like, that's what I should do. Like she feels fulfilled doing that. So I'm sure that if I did that too, then I would feel just as fulfilled as she did. And looking back, almost like from that outside looking in perspective, it can seem like an obvious thing, but I think so many of us are really prone to lacking trust in ourselves, lacking trust in God to reveal to us what it is that we should be doing, we like to look for those tangible examples of ways that we can find that fulfillment outside of motherhood. So it's just really important to really uncover what it is that we're called to do beyond motherhood for multiple reasons. I talked last week about... You know, being an example for our children, being an example that, you know, you don't have to choose between, you know, expressing who you are as a person and being a good mom. And I think that is, you know, if if that's the only reason, that is a good enough reason. But there's more beyond that. And that is that, you know, above all else, that you are a daughter of God and he has given you unique gifts. Talents, dreams, and interests that are completely specific to you. He has set you apart for something completely different from anyone else. And that might lie outside of who you are as a mother. You know, you being a daughter, a friend, a sister, a wife, those are all parts of who you are, but it is not the sum of who you are. And so I really do feel that it's important to begin exploring those things, even in this season of littles, because even though, you know, whatever it is God calls us to, you know, this this thing we are set apart for, maybe it doesn't happen for a number of years. Maybe it does happen when our kids are grown, but I can almost guarantee you that there are things that you need to be doing in this season of life to be prepared for that season of your life. And (laughs) disclaimer, maybe it's in this season of your life. We don't know when that is. God knows when that is, and that's why it's really important that we go to Him. So where do you go when you want to discover God's calling in your life? It's going to be no surprise by now that you go to God in prayer. You seek His answer for what it is He's calling you to. You stop looking outside of yourself. You stop looking at what other people are doing, and you turn to Him. So there are six steps that we're going to go through today. So we're going to go and dive right into step number one. That is getting quiet. We all know that as moms, getting that quiet time can be really, really challenging, but it is so important to really create that space and quietness in our lives because that's the only way we're going to be able to hear from God. We have to have our hearts Attuned to him, and our ears attuned to him, and it's not really going to be that easy when you're making breakfast for your kids, or you're getting them off to school, or you're shuttling them to soccer practice. That's not going to be the best time. So, creating that space, that quietness, is going to be the first step. So, some practical ways that you can find that quietness and stillness in the busyness of motherhood is you know before or after the kids go to bed, you know, during nap time, or honestly, even any time that you typically might sit down and maybe you open up that Instagram app and you're scrolling. That would be a perfect time to do that. What I love to do is wake up before the kids i i'm a morning person so i i'd like to wake up early in the morning i like to make a a really nice cup of coffee a salted caramel latte is like my go-to i will then just go into a quiet room and that's where it happens for me if you're a night owl you know do it after the kids go to bed or like i said you know during nap time if your mornings are really busy just think of when is a good time for you to find that quiet space. And even if it is only five minutes, that is a great place to start. So step number two is setting the tone. And for me, what that means is like really creating this environment, this really sacred space for prayer and reflection and just being in an atmosphere that is conducive to hearing from God. So along with that quiet time, what I really love to do is, you know, I have a pair of headphones, I put on a worship playlist, and you know, I have my Bible, and then I just kind of sit in my corner chair in my office, cover up with a blanket, get really cozy I usually only sit in that chair when I am doing my prayer. So it kind of really helps establish like, when I'm in this space, this is what I'm doing. So just thinking of ways that you can do that for yourself. What kind of environment do you really love being in? What makes you feel calm and at peace and relaxed? Start jotting down ideas for that. And then how can you create that space for yourself Another thing, like I also made a playlist for you. I really enjoy music that kind of elevates my spirit and really helps attune my heart to God. And so I have a playlist. I'll link that in the show notes if you need something to listen to. But I highly suggest like even getting a pair of of headphones because that really does help create this like holy environment for you to really settle into prayer and quiet your spirit. All right. So step three is diving into scripture. I cannot emphasize enough like the value of getting into the word of God to understand what his will is and what he might be calling you to. We can learn so much about God by spending time in scripture and it helps us to know what his will for us is. It also helps us to know what does the voice of God sound like? How does he speak to us. And so if, if you're struggling to know, like, how do I know if it's God or if it's me? Well, start in the Bible because that is the word of God. Some ways that I really like to dig into the word is sometimes I'll just pick a, a book of the Bible and I will study that from the first chapter to the last. And I like to just dig into that something that I've done recently that I did actually just finished up was reading through the book of Psalms. And I think that took about like 30 days or so, but I really loved that because if you have trouble praying, go to the Psalms. There are so many beautiful prayers that you can take and use as a prayer of your own. It's just a beautiful place to get started. Another really great way is to use a good prayer app. My absolute favorite is the Hallow app. That's H-A-L-L-O-W. It's got so much in there in terms of like these, these challenges, these prayer challenges that you can take part in. You can go to just specific books of the Bible. You can search by topic, something that you might be struggling with. And just get started. I mean, the important thing is to not be super legalistic about it and just letting the Holy Spirit move your heart. You know, maybe you have this goal of, I'm going to read, you know, Romans chapter three today. And then as you're reading, you know, you're struck by something just a few verses in. I want you to just listen to that, just stop there, pay attention to what jumps out at you. And do not be afraid to sit and just pray with that verse. And even if it does take up the whole prayer time, lean in because those verses that kind of just strike you in a different way, there's something that God is trying to speak to you from that verse. So oftentimes you just, you keep reading and maybe you read a chapter and you're like, I'm not getting anything from this. That's okay too it's just a process and i just want you to know that you know you may not get these big revelations every time you go to, to have prayer with the lord but i promise you that this is a habit that is totally worth cultivating and and doing you know every every morning or at any time that you have that that you created that space to to do this so if you need somewhere to start this week a favorite verse of mine is Jeremiah 29 verse 19 and that says for surely I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans for your welfare and not for harm to give you a future and a hope That's just a beautiful place for you to begin when you are seeking out God's calling on your life So go ahead and write that down Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 and start there if you need to Step 4 is one of my favorite things to do is prayer journaling. So people can have different concepts of what this is, but for me, it's just prayer journaling is a means to like engage with God and and, and kind of just converse with him. So oftentimes, like I, I might be reading in scripture and then a verse strikes me and it prompts something in my heart to share with the Lord. And so I honestly just start writing. I'll write out, you know anything that's come to mind, any struggles that I'm having, any hopes that I have, and I'll just start writing. And then eventually what happens is I'll transition to where I write as if God is speaking to me. And I can't tell you how many... Beautiful words I've spelled onto the pages of my journal that have come from God. And honestly, there's one that I think that I'll probably share in a future podcast because it has to do with this and it has to do with my own calling on my life. But yes, like just writing out your prayers, recording any type of reflection that you have, like any revelation that you may have received, or even just, you know, using a journal prompt. Like these are all great ways to start prayer journaling. Step 5 is about, you know, sharing your dreams with God and putting those down on paper. I think it's just so important to share your dreams and desires and hopes to God in prayer because that's a way of just admitting to yourself that there are things that you want and and I know for me sometimes it can be scared to like bring those to the surface. And so it's a way to get our dreams out in the open and into the hands of God. And it's another way for us to invite Him to come into those dreams and desires. And if needed, rework them to align with what His dreams and desires are for our lives. And, you know, when you do this, when you share with God the things that you're hoping for, I encourage you to ask Him, you know, God, what are your dreams for my life? what do you desire for me? And I ask that you give me those same desires and remove the ones that are not from you or of you. Root out anything that's keeping me from my calling and plant the seeds of the dreams that you have for my life. Step six is surrendering. And this can be, it can be hard, but it's also like a very beautiful part of the process. It is, so important to be able to surrender our plans and desires to God to know that if he gave those desires to us that all we have to do is be obedient to him and there is just so much freedom and peace that can come from releasing control to know that it's not all on our shoulders that God is with us that he is walking with us and to just trust his timing it'll happen when it's supposed to happen I know that this can be a challenging part of the process, so I wanted to give you the words that you could say when you come to this point of surrendering your dreams. And that is just ending your prayer time with something like, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. And another thing that I like to do is literally visualize giving my dreams and my desires to God, like literally handing them over to him and emptying my hands in the process. And doing this is a really powerful way to you know, anchor in that spirit of surrender as well as an openness to receive whatever it is that God is trying to give you. All right, so that brings me to the end of the steps. And so let's just do a quick recap. When it comes to wanting to discover God's calling on your life, the first step is just getting quiet, getting into a space where you can actually hear God speaking to you. Second is setting the tone, you know, creating an environment that you enjoy being in that settles your spirit, calms you, readies your heart for prayer and fostering that relationship with god and then third is diving into scripture we start there when we want to hear from god the best place to go is in his word where he is literally speaking to us number four is prayer journaling taking any revelations we've received in the word of god and putting them down on paper and sharing what it is that we believe god is saying to us and sometimes you know writing down what we think God's answers are to the questions that we have brought before him. And number five is asking what it is that you hope for. You know, asking God what it is you want. He wants you to ask him. He wants to hear what it is you want from him so putting those things down on paper but also number six surrendering those things to him knowing that god's plan for your life is far better than anything that you could ever imagine and as long as you're obedient to what it is he's calling to you there's nothing getting in the way of that happening and it is all going to happen in his timing All right, so I want to wrap up by encouraging you to take these steps and say yes to going on the adventure of discovering God's calling on your life outside of motherhood. You are not alone in this and just remember that, you know, what works for me may look different for you and that's perfectly okay. (laughs) The beauty lies in being able to take these steps and fit them to your unique circumstances and preferences. So just be gentle with yourself as you explore, experiment, and discover, and just embrace the excitement of uncovering this extraordinary path that God has prepared just for you. And trust that he will guide you every step of the way and opening doors that you never knew existed. And now I have a special invitation for you. I have created a free Facebook community where like-minded women support and encourage each other on their journeys of purpose and calling outside of motherhood. And I would love for you to join us there and share what you've discovered by implementing these steps that we discussed in this episode. So it's a really great opportunity to connect with other mamas, gain new insights, and celebrate your progress together. Just go to to madetobecommunity.com, join, and I will be there to welcome you with open arms. So go ahead, Mama. Take that first step, knowing that God is by your side, lighting the way. He is calling you. And I can't wait to witness the remarkable things that you'll accomplish. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple podcasts. It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the made to be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes, and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.